Waking up has never felt this good. I love the music. Love the music. Best music. Breakfast with friends on CCFM 107.5. It's now time for us to say good morning and uh, welcome Mr. Michael Swain. Good morning, Jonathan, and good morning to your listeners. So Michael Swain heads up the organisation called Freedom of Religion South Africa, fighting for our religious freedoms in our beautiful country. And uh, so important for us to have this conversation. Michael, I'd like us to start with that Equality Act, and uh, it's the proposed amendments to that Equality Act. Just run us through what's happening from the Department of Justice side of things. Well, the Equality Act is also known as, as PAPUDA. PAPUDA stands for the Prevention of Unfair Discrimination Act, the Promotion of Equality and Prevention of Unfair Discrimination Act. Quite a mouthful. And this is, in any event, one of the most problematic acts in South Africa because it basically deals with unfair discrimination. And as we have discovered in many cases that we've dealt with, uh, the problem is that in unfair discrimination, often the intention to unfairly discriminate is actually assumed, and you have to then disprove it. And this particular amendment uh, bill, which again was released by the Department of Justice just before the Easter weekend, which often happens on uh, the 26th of March, uh, among other things, it proposes to amend significantly the definitions of both discrimination and equality, and also to radically extend liability. And as we've seen, in many cases, what happens is that um, under this act, fines are basically sought after, or damages, uh, financial damages. So it is, we think, a very, very uh, chilling threat. Uh, it really, we think, needs to be opposed Strongly, And in fact, we, we'd probably say that it is the most significant threat that we have yet identified to uh, religious freedom in South Africa. Sure. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's something that we're going to definitely be watching very closely. That's so good. And I really appreciate that. Have they allowed you to have an extension uh, in, so that, you know, in terms of reacting and responding to that? Yes, we've already written to government and we have been granted an extension. The deadline... Uh, full comment is currently the 12th of May 2021. We've been granted an extension to the 30th. In fact, we got a letter back yesterday saying that this is not a general extension. And we therefore are going to encourage and we'll be communicating the right address and contact details. We're encouraging uh, organizations, individuals to write and ask for an extension to this because it isn't a general one at the moment, but it must be. There, yeah. There's simply not enough time to comment. Uh, and uh, yeah, the other thing we're doing is we are in the process of, of conducting a detailed evaluation of this bill, uh, really looking to consult with local and international legal experts and academics for their views. And our intention is to collate this information, distill it, summarize the inputs, and then present our concerns in detail uh, so that we can obviously get other inputs and also give people uh, an appropriate way, perhaps an accurate way of responding to it. You know, we, we don't like, as you know, Jonathan, to sort of cry wolf uh, unnecessarily. I think yeah. too many people have done that, and it just dilutes people's response because they think, oh, we've heard that before. And th this is, we believe, a very serious uh, and, and major threat to religious freedom, but we don't want to go out with too much detail on our thoughts on it unless, and well, at the point, until we've had the chance to really look into it thoroughly and get as much viewpoint as we can that's going to really be helpful to uh, combat it. That is so good. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then lockdown regulations. I was actually having a chat to one of our pastors after church on Sunday, and uh, I was 
amazed that he was saying, you know, Jonathan, during the lockdown where government was saying uh, only 50 people are allowed to gather for religious gatherings and so forth, uh, they were receiving, as a church, they were receiving messages like, hey, why don't you guys open up? Why can't we come to church? Whatever else like that. And they're like, well, we're trying to be law-abiding citizens here. <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah. it's it's a difficult one, obviously, because churches are keen to get going again and, and church members are keen to uh, meet and gather, but there are still rules and regulations. But again, are they actually being fairly applied across the religious sector? Well, at the moment, of course, the regulations governing meetings cover all types of meetings. And still, after the 30th of March announcement, uh, they are uh, 250 indoors or up to 50% of venues capacity and 500 outdoors. But these are going to be reviewed uh, by the 14th of April. They were only imposed for 15 days. They were ready to cover the Easter weekend, which fortunately went without incident. And in fact, yeah. the president even commended the Christian community for its cooperation uh, over the Easter weekend. But now we have to say, well, what next? Now, when 4SA was in the meeting with the president, we basically said that there could be, maybe should be, uh, some cap on numbers just to avoid the massive gatherings. We actually had a significantly higher number than government gave. But nevertheless, now that we've gone past the Easter weekend, there is no uptick that we can currently see in infections. And therefore, definitely seemingly no evidence that religious gatherings can be identified as super spreader events, which has always been the kind of bugbear. Um, so, yeah, what, 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 what must we do? Well, we must look at the science. We must look at the data. That's what we've always said to government. And at the moment, uh, the reported seven-day average yesterday was 48 uh, related deaths and 861 new infections. Now, you might think, wow, that's a lot. No, it's not a lot. Uh, think of it in terms of a population of 60 million people. That is literally 0%. So it's like 0.0001. And so we yesterday wrote to the president and have said that we believe that he should do exactly that, follow the data, follow the science, and allow for an unrestricted reopening um, of venues to at least 50% of capacity. Yeah. We think this numeric cap is now um, gone, basically. There's no immediate need for it. Look, it may come back. Who knows? I mean, obviously, oh. it's a serious illness. I think all of us have known people who've died from this, yeah. who've been seriously ill, who may still be seriously ill. But it is not a reason to basically take away uh, people's rights to make up their own health choices, particularly at a time when it seems to have dramatically declined and, 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 and decreased in terms of its infection and, and death rates. Yeah, no, I fully agree with that. Well, we hope for good news tomorrow and uh, yeah, trusting that that'll go smoothly. If people want to find out more about this Equality Act, the Papuda uh, and the possible amendments or want to find out more about freedom of religion in South Africa, where do they go, Michael? Well, the best thing to do is to sign up for our newsletter, which you can do by going to our website, which is www.forsa.org.za. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Freedom of Religion SA. We're actually uh, planning to put up a preliminary uh, little video clip. We're going to try and actually uh, do more video clips because we find people watch videos more than they read letters. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's also going to be a video clip going up today on the lockdown issue as well. So we're going to try and get the Papuda one up today as well. And that also, we're going to put up the information where you can actually then write to the Department of Justice to ask for an extension at this stage, which I think is the most important thing to do. And then we will obviously have time, 30th of June being still quite a way away, uh, to really uh, tackle this thing uh, properly and give people the information and the issues that we believe are, as I say, of deep concern.
Fantastic. Thank you so much, Michael Swain. Appreciate what you guys are doing to the rest of the team. We wish you all the best and we will definitely support you as best as possible. Thank you, Jonathan. All the best. Breakfast with Friends, exclusive to CCFM 107.5.